Well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. Those who would trade our freedom for security have embarked on this downward course. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. They use terms like we must accept a greater government activity in the affairs of the people. This was the very thing the Founding Fathers sought to minimize. They knew that governments don't control things. A government can't control the economy without controlling people. And they know when a government sets out to do that, it must use the full power of centralized government. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape. This is the last stand on earth. Back on Monday, Samurai Silver Report. I'm your host, Gary Goldberg. My co-host, Dr. Kirk Elliott, two L's, two T's, a PhD. Um, guys, go over to his website. Check out KirkElliottPhD.com forward slash SGTSAM. Go take your uh, free consultation. Free, we're saying free consultation and go check out how a uh, doc can help you and your family uh, secure their wealth in the long term, whether it's, uh, you know, IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, or physical purchases of precious metals, which I got my delivery the other day and uh, pr- pretty quick and easy process. So guys, check it out. And uh, on this Monday, it's not too bad in the Northeast over here. It was real nice this morning, a little gloomy now, but uh, that's uh, May in New Jersey. <laughs> so how are you guys making out, out out there oh my word it's supposed to be in the 80s today in denver but no humidity it's not like jersey it's oh, god uh, i'm sweating sitting here no you look like you're sweating it's just it's just rough but colorado weather is amazing the politics stink but the weather is <laughs> amazing well, that's kind of like New Jersey. The weather's yeah. okay sometimes, and the politics are terrible. Probably the right. worst in the country. <laughs> so right. I think. I think besides like Philly, New Jersey, like areas are are the worst corrupt uh, cities in the country. So yeah, we're used to it. We got unions, man. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so what's going on this week? I know a couple things happened. Happened. Uh, we didn't get to sit down last week because uh, my family had the stomach bug. So uh, I had, uh, you know, a full house of uh, really gross kids for a couple of days. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the, the markets have been gross, too. I mean, since the last time we spoke, I mean, the stock market's just taking a beating. It's just like a bloodbath. Um, here in the last two weeks, the Dow's down like 2,600 points. And this is what you and I have been talking about for a long time here is fundamentals always reign supreme, right? And that is, we've got rising interest rates, rising taxes, inflationary pressures, and geopolitical conflict. Every one of those things causes stocks and bonds to come down, causes gold and silver to go up, right? So it's like but, the trifecta yeah, of death. With, <laughs> yeah, I've been inundated with these questions like, Kurt, what's up with silver? It's been coming down, you know, with the stock market and you said it was going to go up fundamentally, everything's still intact. It will, but, but there's a reason why the prices on gold and silver came down. Um, And that is the two big major players in in the silver world are bank of America and JP Morgan. Mm -hmm. They have 2.4 billion ounces of silver in a short position And so what do they have to do that most companies don't? Well, they're publicly traded companies, right? They have to answer to quarterly shareholders in in meetings, right? So bloodbath on the stock market, the Dow's down like 18% year to date. So they somehow have to offset those losses with gains in something else. Well, 
what could they have a gain in? Um, silver, when they short it, right? Because when yep. they short it, they put selling pressure on the market to causes the price to come down. When they're shorting it and the price comes down, it actually appears as a profit for them, right? So, so they're, they're shoring up their massive losses in the stock market with short positions in silver to actually appease just a little bit. It won't appease them completely, but their shareholders, it'll appease them just a little bit. Yeah. For um, like us simple folks, it's just, the, it's the, it's the biggest scheme of sleight of hand that you can pull on, <laughs> on regular, you know, regular everyday people. You, you see yeah. the drops and they're just, they're just moving imaginary things around to make their books look good. That's a hundred percent the case. But, but to me, that's like a, a knee-jerk reaction to a soundbite. Like, like the stock market's classic for this. When, when you hear somebody on CNBC or ABC News or whatever, you know, talk about, oh, somebody in Ukraine just got bombed. Stock markets get obliterated, whether or not it's real or not, right? Yeah, it's, whether it's, or not it's true. Yeah, it's 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 the thirty-second soundbite causes the stock market to act. And I hate to say this, but but overall. Um, I'm talking about the sophistication of the markets, not the intelligence of the people. Stock market is dumb um, mm -hmm. because they're very short-term thinkers. The bond market is, is quite smart, right? Like let's take the mortgage industry as, as an example. So over the last two months, rates have gone up 50 basis points in 25. So they've gone up three quarters of 1% at the, at the federal funds level. What has mortgage rates done? Well, they've gone up 2.4%. Well, rates only went up three quarters of a point. How could they go up 2.4? What, what gives? Why the difference, right? Well, mortgage banks are, are giving a 30-year loan, right? Mm -hmm. And they say, okay, 30 years from now, what's the propensity for us to get this paid back? Who knows is the answer. In <laughs> light of a, of a stinky economy, inflationary pressures, unsustainable debt, all the chaos going on, they're saying, we don't necessarily trust that we're going to get paid back anytime real soon. So therefore they're preparing for the risk. reward for the risk that we're taking. So mortgage rates go up faster than regular rates. That's a more sophisticated market, right? Because they're actually looking into the future yep. saying what's the propensity for us. So the bond market is, is very smart. The gold and silver markets are very smart too, because that's not generally the retail public that drives those markets. It's institutional traders. Yep. So, so what has, has gold and silver done year to date? Well, prior to the last two and a half weeks and the selling pressure from the shorts, um, silver was up like 14% after the first four months. I mean, you multiply that out, it's up 52% for the year growth rate. That's incredible. So that with the hit us. that it took, sorry to cut you off, Doc, but yeah. like with the hit it took in the last two weeks, what is still the projected gain? Well, it, it would be the existing trend, which is still well over 50% growth for the year, because this is just a temporary blip. It's going to act like a trampoline, right? And it'll rebound back yep. pretty quick. So I don't view this as actually part of the trend. This is in any trend you'll have. Two steps forward, one step back. Two steps forward, one step back. It's just the way still the growth works, It's just right? a slower growth, yep. Yeah, so so we're still on pace for that. But some of the, the big wig economists at like HSBC, the big massive conglomerate London bank, right? They think, they said just a month ago, all else being equal, supply chain disruptions, inventory constraints, massive demand. Silver should hit $100 an ounce over the next 12 months. Okay, that's all else being equal. Mm -hmm. They're looking at something 
from a big, I mean, these, these economists look at the global economy, so do I, yep. but, but they're a big, massive bank, which aren't silver people, they're not gold people, they're paper people, right? And they're still expecting silver to go through the roof. So, and I've been on, I mean, uh, a bazillion times, if, if once I've, I've said, I think silver is going to hit 75 to $100 an ounce over the next 12 months. That's right in line with that, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that's the trend. Now you've got the black swan events like a Russia-Ukraine conflict. You've got potentially China-Taiwan conflict. You've got all mm-hmm. of these things that are still happening, which could cause that to accelerate even further. In addition, food shortages, baby farmer shortages, mass shootings. They're throwing everything in the kitchen sink at us right now. All of it. Yeah, all of it. Well, and I said this on my social show. The disruption, other- all yep. of that social disruption ends up in economic disruption down the road. Yes. Very much. Do you, do you feel that like, you know, since it's, it's weird because we're like two years into this, but we're not even starting to see the ripples yet. Do you feel like we're, we're seeing some of the ripples, but like it's like another eight years, it, it, it would just be complete devastation. I think I think we're and I know this is a hypothetical, so I don't want to like put you on the spot being like, this is my answer, because I don't no. even think we're seeing the repercussions of how bad they screwed it up when they shut everything down. I mean, I'm not going to I won't give an exact date because nobody I mean, <clears throat> even nobody in the world can of Christendom. Right. Jesus doesn't even know when he's coming back. Right. He doesn't <laughs> even know. The date, right. Yeah, so, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm never going to say a date. But what I can do is with confidence, talk about the trends and say we're going down that road, whether it's three months, nine months, a year, five years from now, this is the end result that I'm confident that we're, we're going to. I just don't know the exact date, but I'll tell you this. I would rather be six months, a year early than a day late. Because when this, when this stock market corrects, it's going to be a doozy. I mean, so over the last two weeks, I've been doing some research on, on previous corrections in the stock market. Okay. This is going to creep you out just a little bit or yep. maybe a lot of it, right? So if you looked at a chart of the roaring 20s, 1920 to 1930, yep. everything was booming, right? It, stock market was booming. Real estate was booming. America was fat and happy. Well, boom. Then you had the, 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 the crash that caused the Great Depression, right? So what always follows a Great Depression? It's war. Then you, mm-hmm. had, you had World War II. Yep. Fast forward to the 1990 to 2000 you know, the run up to the 2000 tech stock bubble blow off. If you were to lay that chart for a 10 year span right on top of the 1920s, it looks exactly the same. I mean, even six years into it, they had a correction that goes up. It just tells you that markets repeat themselves, right? And then what did you have? An 80% stock market correction in tech stocks, followed by what? War, 9-11, yep. right? So now you look at 2012 to 2022 last 10 year span, lay that on top of those two, looks stinking exactly the same. So what comes next? We just haven't gotten to that point yet. We've started because 2,600 mm-hmm. points down in the stock market the last two weeks is a big deal. Big, huge correction. What follows after that war? Well, we don't know which one, right? We've got Russia, Ukraine that could actually have some serious legs. You've got China, Taiwan that could go into a global conflict. I mean, but, but what the point is the run-up to those mm-hmm. corrections, 10-year span, even the dips in year six look yeah. exactly the same. I mean, this is mind-boggling to me, but, but there's a rationale behind it. You know, if you look at those charts, it's like 
for the first six years, it's just like slow growth. It's just going up, 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 right? It's kind of nice. But then you hit a point where it starts to go straight up. It goes parabolic, right? That's mm -hmm. where people's greed, it's, it's human nature that kicks in, which is why these charts always look the same. People are motivated by greed or fear. Yeah. Well, at that point, people say, oh, look what I've missed out over the last six years. I'm getting in. And so the stock market just starts to boom. Then it gets to a point of being overbought, exhausted. It can't sustain itself because of stimulus money or whatever else. And then it corrects. See, it's not like what we're talking about now is anything out of the ordinary. Yeah. It happens. And what we have to be is wise and prudent investors identify these trends so we can get in when the time is good. We can get out when the time is good and lock in our profits. So, uh, I mean, that all being said, obviously that, that, that's something great to look at me just being, you know, open mind, free thinker, like that's all setting good. If we're still in control as the United States, because all those corrections, we were still the superpower. Mm -hmm. What happens if we're not? Well, the markets are the markets. They're global markets. It doesn't matter if we're the superpower or not. If we're not the superpower, it actually makes the downfall even worse. Mm -hmm. Were we the superpower in uh, World War II? Yeah, we were. Yeah. Were we during 9-11 timeframe? Yep, we were. Are we now still? Yep. But there's going to be a point when we're not. When that happens, like what's happening right now, the petrodollar going away, all international settlements no longer traded in US dollars are being traded in other currencies. That's just going to amplify the downturn. But here's the thing. The rebound back up might not look the same. The downfall will look the same. But if we're no longer the world's reserve currency and superpower, the rebound might not actually be a rebound. We might not truly come back from that. That's, what, that's where the superpower status comes into play is not necessarily does it cause or not cause a correction. That's just overbought status. It's what causes the rebound, which I don't know if that part's going to happen. So, uh, yeah, I know that's that's kind of what I was thinking about, too, because like even in World War Two, like we rebound because we had the Industrial Revolution. But at the same time, we bombed all of Europe's infrastructure. They had no infrastructure. They still really in some parts have never recovered from that from that situation. We had all the infrastructure. We were able to make things. We were able to produce things. We were able to put stuff around and we just outsourced all that stuff. Right. So it's like the only course correction you can have, even if you're not the superpower, is really to make everything at home. Right. A hundred percent. Does that make sense? Or yeah. am I an idiot? No, you're, you're not an idiot. That, that's <laughs> that's what, what happens. And so, but here's the problem so far. Because we're capable of it. We're capable of it, but, but Americans like cheaper prices, right? So, so you go back to, to Bush one, Clinton, Bush two, Obama, very much globalist slash consumerist type presidents. They masked the inflationary pressures facing the decline of the dollar with cheap goods coming in from China and Malaysia and everywhere else, right? Yep. So it tricked the people into thinking the economy is actually okay because we're still getting cheap stuff. Yeah, people don't that realize that this inflation. has been on the slide for a long time. Yeah, but but what happens when we buy that stuff from other companies? What are we countries? What are we exporting? We're exporting jobs. Mm -hmm. So you're importing cheap junk. I mean, if you're buying Barbie dolls, for example, it's like, well, why would I pay 30 bucks for one from made in America if I get one for $8 made in China? It's like, okay, we're going to take, I see your friend back there. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so, that's my mag. Yeah. She's so, checking out yeah. the situation. Yeah, I see that. Wants to, wants to hear some economic commentary. I can't say I blame her. So Yeah, she's smart. So, yeah. So anyways, we're consumers in America were, were tricked 
we're tricked into thinking that good, cheap stuff is what we want, but it's not what we want because we export jobs whenever we import stuff because jobs always follow manufacturing. This is what Trump was trying to correct when he wanted to make America great again. Yep. It's like, well, how is he going to do that? He's going to bring jobs back. How do you do that? By having a, a weak dollar, meaning all foreign goods are more expensive. All American goods elsewhere are cheaper because of the weak dollar status. I mean, there was brilliance behind what he did. Absolute brilliance behind it. But all of that was negated at the election because Pelosi cut everything off and said, no, we're, we're going back to buying cheap stuff. We want to build up China. We want to tear down America because of their own globalist empire you know, ideology. Do you feel this that that's going to, of course, correct possibly? Because, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I don't have a, a, a ton of hope in American politics. If you have ever uh, listened to my other show, Sergeant Samurai. Yeah, um, I've, listened, I, I've listened to it. And, yeah, I agree 100 percent with yeah, you. So I, so I don't have any hope for American politicians because they always do whatever they can do to get reelected, not necessarily make a good decision. Right? Exactly. So, so I'm so, hoping with the, with the more American first candidates getting in there, people will start being able to do the right thing. I know it's a big, big hope, but I mean, like, as we're seeing it, we're seeing it on both sides. They're making these decisions to hurt us from the inside out. And that's the only way America could really be taken down is if we, we eat ourselves from the inside and these other countries right. know it. So we got to have this course correction. And I know like the, the gold and silver markets is one way for them not to control us as much. Right. You that's know, 100%. I think that's I mean, why it's gold so and important silver for is get out of the get. system. Mm-hmm. Gold, gold and silver is get out of the system kind of a currency because it's tangible. It's real. You're not a digit. It's not a certificate. It's not somewhere out there in the atmosphere. It is what it is. Right. And you can use it as a de facto currency in a barter scenario if you need to. Yeah, 100 percent. And it's something that, you know, has had value in every, you know, civilization since the beginning of civilizations for the most part. Right. right? You know, right. so I think that's why it's very important, you know, and I mean, then you have the people that wait, and I know we've spoken about this before. We have the people that talk about crypto and everything else, and you're seeing the crypto markets get whacked right now too, right? Oh, it's seriously whacked. And, and in January, Bitcoin was down 70% in one month, right? And we're starting to see the same thing again, and tech stocks are going down with cryptos. I mean, it, it's people, Garrett, people are wanting something that's real. They're wanting something globally. That's the populist political movement. They want transparency. They want accountability. Trump was a populist president. Nigel Farage in England is a populist. Bernie Sanders is a populist, right? You don't have to agree with this politics, but he's a populist as well. In their own way, they want truth. They want reality. They want something that's real. They want something to look forward to. And, mm-hmm. and when, when people start believing lies, they, those lies will always be exposed, right? What's the lie that they've believed? That the government was there for the people because that's how it started with the founding fathers, but now yep. the people are there for the government. Yes. It, it made a switch, it right? It did a flip. It did a flip and they're sick of that. The, the lie that, that bankers are in it to help you lend money so that you can make your business, but no, the bankers are in it for themselves. Yep. This is why throughout history, Whenever there's been a president that wanted to get rid of the Fed, which is nothing federal, nothing reserve about it, right? What happened to him? Well, they ended up six feet under. Dead. Look, look at Lincoln. Yeah. That's what he was after. He wanted to get rid of, the, of, of you know, a federal currency. He wanted to go back to Confederate college. Look at Kennedy. He wanted yep. to get rid of the Fed. Look at Reagan. He wanted to do the same thing. Shot now, he him. Get assassinated, but he got shot. Yep. George right? Bush said, shut your mouth. 
Yeah, now, <laughs> now Trump, Trump he didn't get anything done to him, but he got artificially pushed out of office. Right. I and mean, I mean, lies after lies, yeah. you know, uh, collusions after collusions, pro quos after pro quos. And it's hilarious because everything they accused him for it is yeah. coming out that they did on their side. So, it's, it's you know, it's like, to, look it's, over here, not over here. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's hard to beat the bankers individually. But now we've got this global um, mass of mm-hmm. people realizing that this whole thing was a facade. And yep. this is why I believe that there's, there's a change coming. Owning gold and silver will help you protect against that change because change brings chaos. Chaos brings market turbulence. You want to protect yourself from that? Go into gold and silver. Seriously. I think all of this stuff is going to happen. You know, like we talked about a little bit earlier, I don't know the exact date, but I'd rather be early than a day late. Yeah, well, it's happening and we're hearing it and we're feeling it on all economic fronts from crypto to, you know, to, to the markets, to the excuse me there's just so much stuff going on now and like we say all the time we're just trying to prepare you and 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 is a great way you know i'd rather be a couple months early than a day late and that's all we're telling you guys is if you haven't taken a chance to go check it out there's a free consultation form all right this isn't an infomercial we're just trying to help you to get out and get prepared for what is ahead of the you know as cliche as it the storm is upon us right so you know i mean we're just trying to you know have other like-minded people good people patriotic people get themselves in a position where they can thrive in these situations instead of you know cower in the corner in the fetal position if not you got a dog like this to protect you she's good like that <laughs> you know it 100 you got it <laughs> yeah see she's going to check out check out the scene she's hearing something <laughs> so she's always got my six though so it's awesome. good. It's I good. can tell. But I, if you can, you guys check us out every Monday. Samurai Silver Report. Always great information. Um, and it's always really good to talk to Doc because, you know, we go back and forth. And, you know, I, I, I try to ask the questions that everyday people that might not have an economic degree ask. So we can kind of, you know, put it in layman's terms for us simple folk over here, um, <laughs> you know. But uh, definitely check us out. Um, Kirk Elliott, PhD.com forward slash SGTSA. M, two L's, two T's. And what's the phone number, Doc? 720-605-3900. And I know that sometimes is an easier way to get a hold of them and get on their books and be able to, you know, a lot of people are reaching out right now because they're seeing everything that's going on. So reach out, put the number in, give a call. And uh, guys, if you like this, like, share, subscribe. It really helps us out. And uh, we will talk to you guys next Monday.